Hey guys, I'm Professor Myron and I'm a Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu black belt under Professor Aldo Calvadino de Oliveros. I'm the owner and head instructor of CJJF Texas in Round Rock. My Jiu-Jitsu lineage starts from Master Carlos Gracie Jr., then Professor Calvadino, and eventually down to me. In the Deep is my weekly podcast that I name to pay homage to my guard of choice, but also to cover some topics rarely taught by professors. Professors only show technique in the academy. They're great techniques, but rarely do professors teach about mindset, etiquette, rules, tradition, and respect, just to name a few. Join me each week as I dive into these topics and much more. Now, stay tuned for the next episode of In the Deep. Hey, what's up, guys? This is Professor Myron, and this is the very first episode of In the Deep, and it's my weekly podcast. Um, I own and I'm the head instructor of uh, Jiu-Jitsu Academy in Round Rock, Texas. And this podcast is um, meant to go over mindset, etiquette, unwritten rules. Um, I'm going to bring on some professors um, and and colleagues of mine, also teammates and students of mine to kind of you know, uh, get them involved with this podcast, but but also to answer some questions that they may have, or or to go over some of their experiences that may, they may have um, in the academy or just with jujitsu as a whole. But uh, my first guest uh, is my wife, who uh, <laughs> is a blue belt under me. She's been training. How long have you been training now? Uh, I think like four years, because I took a year off. Four years, okay, yeah, okay, and you got stripes on your blue belts, right? Yes, I am a two stripe blue belt. Two stripe blue belt. All right, <laughs> blue belt is the hardest belt. Wouldn't you agree? Well, between white and blue, obviously, yes. Well, because white goes by fast. Pretty. It goes by pretty fast, pretty right? Fast. Like a year, maybe yeah. year and change, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And then you're given a colored belt. I was like a three-year white belt just because I never came consistently. <laughs> <laughs> no, you weren't. Anyways, but, you got yeah. your you got your blue belt how long ago? Jeez. Three years ago already. Three years ago, three right? Years ago. And that's yeah. pretty long. I mean, because you normally spend two years at blue belt, right? Or, yeah. or two years in Well, change. but I took a year off. Right. So you took ago. a year off. Um, I literally got my blue belt and then I for a year. It's pretty common though. You know, there's yeah, a lot of blue belts out there that get the blue belt and they lose motivation for whatever reason and never come back in the gym and never get past that rank, you know, but you made it back after a year. Mm-hmm. Very proud of you. Um, and this is probably because I opened up my own gym, yeah. right? Yeah. Would you have gone in without me? Mm. <clears throat> or gone back to jujitsu without me? I was thinking of it because the girls were wanting to get back into it. And so I was thinking about it, but it wasn't my first priority. By I any see. Means. So the topic of, of this episode, this first episode is going to be, you know, couples that train because we we've come across, we've been in jujitsu for a while. I mean, I've been in jujitsu for a decade now. Um, and we've, we've come across many couples right? Mm -hmm. Some that were created in the gym, which is not always the best idea. Um, And others that came to the gym to train together, right? I mean, I think 
you know, for me, that was my original plan was um, I wanted you to come and train with me. So it's, it's an activity, a healthy activity that we could do together. You know what I mean? Yeah, because when you first started, I was pregnant. Yes. With our first daughter. Yes. And it became quickly became a strong passion of yours. And then after we had her, you kept begging me to come train with you. And I think I did in Michigan. I went. You went to a few classes. I went to a few classes, yeah. but they were more like the, because his, his professor back then, he also did like like boot camp kind of classes yeah, as well. Yeah, so fitness classes. Yeah, so just to kind of familiarize myself with some of the people and the gym and stuff, I would go to that. But I... It took me a long, long time, but that was more because it was something I wanted to do with you, but I had the same mentality I think a lot of women have in the beginning. It seems like such a man, a male sport. Well, what was what was some of your objections? Uh, well, one, I'm very, <laughs> the main, main one that I, and I still have a hard time getting over this even now. Um I'm a germaphobe. So I remember I was watching you roll one day and that guy's sweat dripped right from his nose onto your eye. And I was like, oh my God, that is so disgusting. <clears throat> you know, in jujitsu, you're put into compromising situations and you're there's always one person. It always seems like there's one person on the top and one person on the bottom, right? And, you know, it's grappling, right? So somebody has to lay on somebody else. Um and yeah, there is a tendency to exchange sweat. Yes. You know, and I can understand how that can be a huge uh, and I remember obstacle telling to get you, over. I remember telling you, the only person I want to roll around with and get sweaty with is you. <laughs> I want to be rolling around with some strange person. Well, I mean, I started 10 years ago. You started yeah. three years ago. Four. Four years Four. ago. So... That's six years. What in that time in that six years made you come in and decide, like, hey, I'm going to do this? Well, you wouldn't You wouldn't stop asking me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. And then it honestly it became, I felt like you loved jujitsu more than me. What? <laughs> You're not supposed to say that on the podcast? <laughs> So then I was like, okay, well, I might as well join him. No, honestly, no. Um, Leandra. Okay. You got to explain for the people who Leandra is, though. Leandra is one of our good friends. She's more like Myron's little sister. Now a little sister to me. Um, But she, the two of them trained, when we moved back to Hawaii, um, for those of you that know, we, we, he's, from Hawaii. Myron's from Hawaii, but we had moved to Michigan for a couple of years for him to go to law school. So when we went back to Hawaii, he was looking for a home gym in Hawaii because he really didn't get really into jujitsu until Michigan. But when we got back to Hawaii, he was looking for a home gym. And when he found one, this girl trained there as well. And I think she was, she was still just a white belt, right? She came in after me to that gym and she was a white belt. She yeah, just yeah. started. She yeah. just started too. Yeah. But they've kind of come up in the rankings. Like she's a brown belt now. He's obviously a black belt now. But she's always, every time I would go to the academy to watch or when I started taking the girls, she would always come up to me and be like, come on, you have to train, you have to train. And then I'm a bigger girl and I thought, I can't 
do that kind of stuff. And I've always been pretty athletic though. And then there was another girl that trained and she was about my size, if not bigger. And she was a blue belt, right? I think. Yep. She was a blue belt that time. And I thought, okay, if that girl could do this, then I think I can. And so I finally came in and tried it one day. So it wasn't just the fact that you get intimate with other people other than your significant other by, by exchanging sweat. Right. But it was also, you, you felt like your size. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So man, I can't even imagine like if you started, when I started, we'd both be black belts at our gym right now. That would be kind of cool, but then probably not. Well, we'll be arguing, yeah. arguing a lot <laughs> on the mats who, and off the mats. Who really knows the move? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's true too. It might be a better way to yeah. happen this way. I, I right? think I think this is the perfect way. I to got happen. you. Okay, so when you saw the girl and she was bigger, and so you decided to come in and try jujitsu and and kind of take it seriously, then right? You said, um, I didn't really take it seriously at that time. I just. <clears throat> Wanted to try it. And I'll never forget. Our professor at that time, he paired me up with this guy that was probably, at this time, I was like 225. Okay. He paired me up with a guy that maybe was like 145. And our very first move that I learned coming in, my very first day of jujitsu, and we do hip tosses. <laughs> and was hip he able, tosses. was he able to hit And toss I you? thought I am I'm going to break this kid's back. <laughs> and he he was a kid. Like, Who was it? Who was it? <laughs> it was um Leandra's ex. What was his name? Nikki? Nikki. Uh, I see. Nikki. I see. Yeah, so Nikki was about 165 pounds. <laughs> and to me, it was shorter. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. He was okay. so small. <laughs> okay. Was he able to hip toss you? Oh my, that's what sold me. That's what sold me on jujitsu is he was like, don't worry. He's like, cause I kept bearing down. Cause he would like go to pick, lift me and I bared and I kind of pull back and I wouldn't let him do the move. And he's like, he turned around. He's like, look, he's like, just relax your body. He's like, it's going to be fine. You're I can handle. And I was like, Okay, like something in me just said, okay, trust this kid. I don't know who he is, but he, he was super kind to me about it. He was super open. Did he throw you down hard? Did he put you down gently? No, he, he handled me very well. And I went flying in the air. The kid picked me up and I went flying in the air. I landed. I didn't hurt myself. And it was actually kind of fun. I remember this adrenaline rush just went through me and I was like, whoa. <laughs> like, so at this time, I mean, that, that sounds like, did you started to believe in the technique and the efficiency of jujitsu? Oh, for sure. But did it, uh, and, and you were kind of getting over the size difference, right? At that point, because it was a smaller person. For tossing. sure. Were you, were you still concerned about like, like sweating with people and having sweat drip on your, your face or whatever? Yeah, maybe? I, I was still. Concerned. Because that's a really real thing. Yes, that's why. Yes. I was still like, I'm just numb to it now because I, I've, I've been doing it for so long. Honestly, like there's still, we, even there's guys in our gym that I do my best not to roll with him. I will <laughs> avoid them at all costs because they are so sweaty and it's the most smelliest sport ever. And people get super, although I, 
it's weird because people in Texas don't really stink as much as, I don't know if it's because the humid and the heat in Hawaii, but I feel like the smell isn't as, <laughs> as bad here what? as people in Hawaii. <laughs> Oh my god. Like there's a guy in Hawaii. Oh my god. If he if I got put with him, I was just automatically tapping every moment because I I'm super sensitive to smells and I just I cannot. So even after four years even after four years, you I are still, not like nose blind because I'm no. completely nose blind. I can't no, even smell. I'm not. Actually, you know, I, I take that back. If I can smell myself, I know I'm stink. Yeah. But that's a common thing amongst most humans who don't train jujitsu, right? Right. But I can't right. smell other people anymore. Oh, no. Maybe that's what's happening. I don't know. But there's some people I can still clearly smell. And I just, I can't. I see. And Have it, you gotten over mixing sweat with other people? Well, it it's, to be honest, and I tell everybody this, especially other women. Because a lot of women have the same fear. They, a lot of women, they, we don't want to share swap sweat with people. But the ghee, the ghee catches a lot of it. Catches a lot of the sweat. Uh, catches a lot of it. I so see. it's not as bad as like nogi. Like it took me a long time to train nogi. And even with nogi, I still like it. But oh man, I can I got a shower like immediately after class. <laughs> I'm washing my hands every time I come off the mat. Hand sanitizer, whatever it is, because I cannot. Because we're in rash guards right. and you're unable to, or that sweat is not collected in the gear. Right, right. I got you. And it's more you. slippery and you're actually filling the sweat. Right. You know, whereas with ghee, you really don't get. So was that a yes to the question? Are you over the sweat swap now? Um, or is it yeah, just I, case by case? I yeah, it's say. like a case by case. Like I see. Depending on who you're going with. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Do I sweat a lot when I go with you? No. Because <laughs> you don't even break a sweat when you go <laughs> I'm the one sweating. <laughs> How about the size thing, though? That's important because that sticks with you. That still is a that still is a bit of a barrier, I would say, a challenge for me. Um, but you're super good about encouraging me to try it a different way, um, giving me another option of how to. Because I'm sorry, <laughs> I don't care. There are certain moves that short, fat people should just, they just cannot do. It's impossible. <laughs> you have got to create kind of the same concept, but in a different way. Like there, and, and I'm learning now as a blue belt to kind of come up with those myself. Okay. Like what kind of works? And I ask you, like, can I do it this way? It worked. And then you'll give me a counter like, well, but if you do it that way, they might catch you here. Or, or you'll say, oh yeah, that will work. So it's working together that I think. I've always been of the mindset to teach my students like bigger or having a better understanding for the mechanics of, uh, let's take an example, like a choke, right? Mm -hmm. Like a blood choke, right? It's about shutting off both, both arteries, right? And so it doesn't matter how you shut them off, even though there are certain uh, techniques that you have to put your hand here, you have to put your other hand here. But yeah. I think if you understand the concept yeah. of um, of where their body weight needs to be, where uh, you have to be, where your limbs have to be, um, then I think you can effectively pull off any move with technique, even if you had to alter it because of your physicality, right? Yeah. And so like a sweep is a perfect example, right? Because some sweeps, 
you have a hard time doing, right? Mm-hmm. And others we've and, and you and I have worked together to kind of alter it for your your body type, right? Yeah. You know what though? I think the bigger thing is that while you're getting over your your physicality compared to let's say other women, right? Because you you, you know you're, you're bigger than them. Um, I think my main concern is, and I tell this to bigger guys too, is that look, I would almost have you rather I would almost have you rather roll with someone smaller, so you de- develop control and awareness. Because if you're able to roll with someone smaller at a pace that is competitive, then your jujitsu gets better because you're able to go with them fast, hard without hurting them. Right. And that's why I've always told you to try and seek out smaller partners. Well, I know like I 100% agree with that. And I remember when I first started too, I did the girls class. And even when we opened our first gym, we had, we started a women's class and one of our coaches, Heather, she's tiny. This girl is so tiny. And I was like, I cannot roll with this girl. And then I went with her. She was tiny, but she was good and she was strong and she was technical and she kicked my ass. Sorry. Are we allowed to curse on your podcast? Sure. Uh, Now we are. It's the first one. (laughs) But she kicked my butt and I thought, and then I was like, oh, it is on. Like, forget that. And I kind of use that as a judgment because we do like most... 90% 90% of the women that walk through our doors are small. It's kind of, I don't know, like not just skinny, but like short, like they're tiny, <laughs> like they're short and small. <laughs> and so it is something that I have to, especially being the blue belt and they're all white belts, having to control my movement and still try to do the technique correctly without hurting them, without injuring them, without smashing them. And I know how that feels. I've had a rib popped out because a bigger guy smashed me and my rib popped out. It was the worst feeling ever. Yeah, you know, <laughs> it was it's painful. But so I worry about that when I roll with those girls. And so I almost rather roll with the guys. But I like rolling with the girls too because it allows me to really focus on the technique and, and my and, control. And control. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's important, right? Because yeah. we train with people every day. We have our certain favorite training partners, right? That gives us mm-hmm. a good push. But if we end up hurting our training partners, then we have no way to train with, right? right? Which is exactly. kind of the responsibility that we all have, especially as you grow in your jujitsu, your responsibility normally goes up, you know? Yeah. Even as me, as a black belt, my responsibility is high, right? Because I have all these students under me and I can't hurt anyone, you know? Yeah. Uh, well, I try not to at least, yeah. right? Um, so the sweat part, you still the sweat swap, you still kind of yeah, it's case still, by case. Yeah, the weight, the, I think the size part, I think you're kind of getting over that, but I think there was a mental shift, right, from when you first started, right? Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. And then the smells, smells part, case by case. Yeah, case. Is by it case. still rough on you or what? Oh yeah. Okay. Professor Ray came in one day. He even washed his gi. I told him that's nasty. I'm not rolling with you. Don't, <laughs> don't come near me. <laughs> okay. Okay. Any uh, any other objections you think you had before you came in? It's not one I ever had, but it's one that I hear a lot from other wives and even some husbands. I used to get asked a lot. Doesn't it make you jealous watching him roll with other like? 
she's between his legs or he's mounting her or she's on top of him. Or, and I, and I honestly, even before I started training, I never, people ask you that. Yeah. And I've never, I've had people ask me that like since the, since you started training, but I've never, I never felt uncomfortable. I mean, I thought, Oh, that's kind of funny position you're in. Like your crotch is right in his face, but yeah, I guess, but it was never anything that I was bothered by. And maybe cause we have that level of trust. Like I never thought like, Oh, he likes rolling with this girl or I don't know. I guess now that I think about it, I never had this, this thought before. Um, but now that I think about it, I guess it is kind of natural for outsiders to look at people training jujitsu, especially a guy and girl, or right? like a mixed yeah. group, right? To yeah. think that, oh, it looks it looks inappropriate, yeah. right? Because you're in compromising positions sometimes. Right. Yeah, I can see that. I, I will tell you this, though. And, you know, this podcast is named In the Deep, right? For very mm-hmm. good reason, because I... That's your favorite. That's my Ooh. favorite guard, right? Yep. Is, uh, in, is Deep Path. And... I will tell you this. When I started to play DPAP as a blue belt, I would avoid playing DPAP on girls because it's just a weird position to be in, you know? When sometimes a hand goes places that you don't really want it to go. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not intentionally. <laughs> not on purpose, yeah. but sometimes it does. Yeah, I can see that. Any any um, any thoughts? Like you've never had that thought before? For yourself, like no, I was never like I remember. Um, uh, it was one of my friends. I had brought her to watch a jujitsu class, and she was like, "That doesn't bother you that he you were rolling with Leandra, actually." Oh, I see that they're rolling together like that, and I was like, "No, like I never looked at it like that." Right, 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 right. And then once they brought it to my attention, then I'm like, "Hmm." <laughs> Do they always go together? Like what? And then I'm like, whoa, this is crazy. Like, cause I've always trusted you. Like, I don't, I never had a reason. I mean, it's definitely, even with other guys though, like when you're rolling and I'm like, oh, that's a, your penis is right in his face. Like, oh my gosh. Like, you know, yeah, like even yeah. with, like you get in jujitsu, you get in the most funkiest positions. Right, right. And, to an outside person, it doesn't look very well. Very I think, nice. You know, there's, certain, there's a there's a trust factor, right? Right. And not just between us. I'm not talking about between no. us, but I'm talking about with in the gym, when, yeah, in the gym, right? The gym. It, you and your partner, you and everybody else mm-hmm. in the gym, all your teammates, all your training partners that you train with, right? Yeah. There has to be a trust issue, right? Or not For a trust sure. issue, but there's a trust thing, uh, relationship, a relationship with yeah. everyone, right? Yeah. But you know what? That goes to the culture set by the academy too, yes. and mainly by the professor, right? Yeah. I mean, if I saw anything inappropriate, you, you'd, any student would be out of it. Yeah. Because I wouldn't, there's like a no, um, no exceptions yeah. policy for me, right? Like that's not happening in my gym, you know? So I, I think it's a, it's a culture created by the professor that, that academy. Yeah. All right. And honestly, once you're, once you start training, so once mm-hmm. I started training, Hey, you don't think about I, that my stuff. head has been down in people's crotches several times. Yeah. But you're not in that moment. You are not thinking about that. You're, you're thinking about, about surviving. How do I get myself out of this situation? Yeah. What yeah. move did I just learn? Yeah. What? Yeah. That's all you're thinking about. There's there's no sexual like no definitely not. thought going through your head no. 
whatsoever. You're thinking about breathing and you're thinking about surviving. Yes. Like, can I get out of this? Can I still breathe? Can I, <laughs> you know, like there's so many other thoughts going through your head that that is the last thought going through your head. Right. And right. I tell people that all the time because I even have some guy like they don't want their wives to train. They don't yeah. want them to roll with I've heard guy. that too. I've heard that too. You know, they don't want to see. And I'm like, it's not really, it's not a big deal. <laughs> so if you didn't have any more objections, and, and that was another one that you heard other people say, have you had any other objections from other people that you've you've talked to, mainly women, about joining a jiu-jitsu academy? Or actually just giving jiu-jitsu a try? I think the main one from women is they are they want an all women's class. Which isn't always the most, um, I don't know, I can't think of the word off the top of my head, but um, feasible thing to do for an academy. You only have so many hours a day to offer these classes. Right. You know, you fit that in and women's classes tend to be a lot smaller, not as popular. But I always tell women, like, especially in our academy you really create a safe space for us. If we have a lot of women show up, then you kind of create our own little class for us, Yeah, which is kind of nice. But a lot of our women, once they get in, they actually really enjoy rolling with the guys because what do we train jujitsu for ultimately yeah, self-defense. as a woman yeah, self-defense. to protect ourselves? Yeah. Maybe we might get attacked by another woman, but that's not what we're really thinking about. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's usually going to be a guy attacking you. Right. And normally a sexual and, assault. Type and of the guy. training and the difficult level training with a, a guy rather than a girl is way different. For sure. Way yeah. different. Yeah. So Speed, to be able power. to, yeah. So to be able to experience that and real get a real life feel for what it may be like for right. you. Right. Right. I think it's just better to train for a guy. Right. Right. With right. a guy. And I think for guys kind of goes the same for me as a bigger girl training with the other girls, it teaches you guys self-control. It teaches you guys respect. Yes. Like, especially for our young guys, yes. our kids that train yes. with the girls. Yes. I think it teaches them a level of respect for women. Yes. Um, That's actually a good point. I never thought about yeah. it that way. And I, I never wrote about it and because I have the blog every week. But right. I've never thought about how jujitsu training and training with the opposite sex develops or builds more respect for the the opposite yeah. sex, you know. That's yeah. actually a good point. Really good point. Yeah. I like that. All right. So um the you know the training you've been training for four years now you said you took a year off been a blue belt for three years, two years. I came back the year I took off two years. Two years? Okay. Okay. So two years <laughs> as a blue belt. Now, as a blue belt, uh, a woman's blue belt, uh, a, a woman that's a blue belt, I should say, what uh, what advice can you give newer ladies for, for coming in who are taking the leap of faith and wanting to try jiu-jitsu? Any advice you can give them? You just have to do it. Yeah? You just have to do it. You're not really going to know if it's for you or if you're going to like it until you try it. And I would say, try, even if you try once, come back and try again. You got to come at least more than once. So you're saying like a, a one-time class 
it, it wouldn't it wouldn't no it doesn't I, get you to know if you really would like it and stick with right it. because I think your first class you're really learning basic movements right so you can't really get that I think the excitement comes and I remember even for me so I was trained with the Gracie Baja <clears throat> schedule uh, curriculum curriculum right. sorry and with that, they had the fundamentals class, and then you had to be four stripes or above to even spar. Three stripes. Right? Or three stripes and above yeah. to even spar. And I remember when I got my third stripe, I was afraid because I didn't want to spar. I wanted to, but I didn't. Mm. Like that that was a whole nother level, and it kind of freaked me out. But then when you got it and you're like, you're scared, but you want to do it, and then you do it, and then you're realizing – that's where the fun really is. I see. I see. You know so what I mean? You're, you're, you're saying that you really can't get a feel if you're if you if any woman would like it unless they right. come in and train more than once at least, right? Right. I see. Right. I see. Yeah, because we have a we have women who come in that try our class, right? Yeah. And they never come back after the first right. time. But then, on the other side of the coin, we have women that come in, and we have about what. Four to five women every night in our adult mm-hmm. class, right? Yeah. Um, Lately, we have been. Yeah. Yeah, and I guess my question is: Does it take a certain type of woman to continue to train jujitsu? Right. I mean, it's safe to say that not all women are created equal. I'm not, talk, I'm not right. talking physically. Right. Right. I'm talking mentally. Yeah. Right. Me- mentally. And, and I- is it is it a, a mental flaw? <laughs> Right? Like you put yourself in these bad situations knowing that you might get beaten up and or hurt. Yeah, I think it... I, to continue to come back and train. I think it can be a little bit, but... So maybe a little... I, I What exactly do you mean by mental flaw? Yeah, so I, I don't want it to get confused because... Because I wouldn't when you say flaw. flaw. When you say flaw, it sounds bad, right? Right, right. But I actually think that to, even with men... It takes a certain type of man. Um, and I'm just mentality. talking adult class. No, no, no. I'm, this is not no bravado. This is nothing uh-huh. to do with how tough you are. I'm okay. just saying that it takes a certain type of person to continue to want to come back and get better, knowing that he has to, he or she has to climb a mountain. By climbing a mountain, I mean getting your licks in or, or getting uh, mm-hmm. beaten up yeah. every day. Um, in order to start seeing any type of success or benefit from jujitsu and by beating them you know what i mean we're we're not like literally out there beating people up but you are getting submitted you are feeling pressure from the bottom you know well that's where i think i so i actually have a background i'm a master's in counseling psychologist and uh with an emphasis in marriage and family therapy but I think there's something to jujitsu and I think especially for women, it's very frustrating. And when I talk to the other girls and they're getting so frustrated because you are getting submitted and you get in a position you don't know how to get out of and somebody is like kicking your butt and jujitsu is supposed to teach you how not to get your butt kicked, but you are getting your butt kicked. But I think having an understanding that, that that's part of the learning process and then what is blocking you mentally from being able to see that and work through that? 
right? What it there's there to me, there's always a mental block. And we see this a lot with the guys that come in. We get a lot of guys that come in that have PTSD. Uh-huh. Uh, there's been a lot more research done on it, how jujitsu really helps, especially those military members with suffering with PTSD. Right. They come to, into our academy and there's so many layers to jujitsu that allows them to work through those things. And it actually helps with their PTSD. And I think it's the same kind of for women, especially women who have suffered any kind of any trauma themselves. Maybe they have been sexually abused before. Maybe, you know, maybe just they have a low self-esteem that they can't break through. Mm -hmm. And jujitsu really does help you gain a confidence in yourself, but it takes you sticking it out to get there. Yeah. The process is like, a new a black belt looks nice, right? Right. And the thought of being a black belt in jujitsu looks or yes. it feels and and w- would look nice, you know, in your in your thoughts, right? But the process to get there, it could be a drag sometimes, right? Because yeah. it's a long process. process. And you, like I said, like you're climbing this mountain. Um, you know, you take one step up the hill just to get knocked back two steps, right? Because mm-hmm. you're constantly surviving in a way right and you're just trying to make it up this hill right although i think anyone could can can get to a black belt you know you don't have to be a competitor you can get to the black belt and maintain knowledge right it just is going to take time right Right. it takes more time for some people it takes less time for other people right but yeah that's what i was wondering about if you and other women felt the same way is because you know i remember going in um, and I played football, you know, in, in high school and in college. And I felt like, you know, I was strong and I, I lifted some weights, you know, granted at that time I came in a lot heavier. Mm-hmm. Um, and I felt like I would just muscle through everything, you know, but it, you know, I, maybe a year, maybe a year and a half. Right. And I had no success to yet. I was still getting annihilated by someone 140 pounds. Right. And yeah. just, you know, uh, making me tap like a typewriter, you know? Yeah. And so um, it was, it was really humbling for me from a male perspective, right? But from a women's perspective, it's about gaining confidence too. I mean, I have confidence as well. It, it definitely gave me confidence, but you think it's more from a confidence standpoint? Yeah, I think so. I see. I see. I think so. The humility, the, the humbleness and, and being humbled is, is I think I think it's a to a case by case because it kind of did the same thing for me because I've been a bigger girl my whole life, but I've always been very athletic. I've always participated in sports, volleyball. I was a huge track and field star. Star. I mean, I was actually I, in high school. <laughs> <laughs> Went to college on a scholarship for that, but. <laughs> You weren't in the uh, Olympics. Was it? I didn't make it to the Olympics. Like that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I was kind of big time in my track and field, my track and field teams. But <laughs> I, I always I saw that picture of you throwing the shot put. It was amazing. <laughs> Terrible. It's the worst thing. Don't ever bring that up again. <laughs> but <laughs> it was in the newspaper of all things. <laughs> A lot of people saw it. I know. You. <laughs> it was terrible. <laughs> but. A lot of those things came easy to me. Yeah. Like I felt like I was a natural athlete. Yeah. And with jujitsu, 
I remember my body and my mind, I felt like the movement was right. But then Elias would be like, nope, do it again. That, you didn't, and I'm like, but I sweeped her. No, it wasn't right. Yeah. And then it wasn't until I actually did the technique right that I felt the difference mm. because I was just muscling these I small see. girls. I see. So I felt like I was doing it right. And then to have him tell me, no, it wasn't. And I was like, what are you talking about? I'm like mounting her. Like, right. <laughs> you want me to do what again? Right. Like that was super frustrating for me. Oh, I see. And then it became, and then when I did finally get it right, and I remember I was even rolling with him one day and there was a move mm-hmm. I did and it even surprised him and it surprised myself because I did it right. Uh, I see. And I got side control on him and uh, he was like, what? He's like, you got it. And I was like, oh my God, what happened? <laughs> and when you, and it, and when you feel how effortless that is when you do the technique, right. Yeah. Compared to just muscling somebody yeah. thinking you're doing it right. 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 Is pretty cool. Like, it's empowering. It's empowering. Right. But it's also a humbling experience because you think you're doing it right. You feel, and then it gets frustrating because you're like, I am doing it right, but uh-huh. you're not doing it right. And then when you do it right and you realize and you can feel and see the difference. Right, 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 right. Then that's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, I don't even want to get into this because this is another podcast yeah. issue. <laughs> but jujitsu can be frustrating too. Yeah. You know, it's humbling. It's all these good things, confidence, building, but there is a sense of frustration and the frustration doesn't just stop at white belt. You know, it carries through your jujitsu career yeah, actually. For sure. You know, um, it, it reminds me of um, one of our students uh, tells me almost every day as a white belt, she's like, well, she's not blue belt now, but she told me as a white belt professor, when I'm, when am I going to pass your guard? Um, I was thinking to myself, like, <laughs> I still ask that question. I'm like, never, you know, <laughs> like never pass my guard. I said, it's going to take you some time you know, <laughs> before you're passing my guard. Um, anyways, though, I, I can feel in the question that there's a sense of frustration every time she goes with me, because, mm-hmm. you know, you, you spend day in, day out trying to pass somebody's guard and you figure they can't, you, you kind of know their game to a certain extent, but mm-hmm. how can they just keep their feet up on you or in front of you, I should say, the entire time and for how many days a week that we roll for so many months, right? And so I can feel the sense of frustration for her. Yeah. Well, let's let's get back to, that brings me back to being a couple and training jujitsu, being at different belt levels. And I imagine even... As a, if I was a black belt with you, it'd be just as frustrating too. But I think it'd be more frustrating because we see it. I see it with our friends who are both black belts, and we, her and I, talk all the time. How many times we go into the bathroom after a roll and we're crying because our partner, our husbands, just submitted us, and it's a lot more frustrating when it's your husband that does it. And it makes it difficult, but you know they're trying to teach you something, but then it's like, it's just way more frustrating. Wait, it's more frustrating and hard for you when I submit you than when anybody else? Yes. I'm supposed to submit you. I know, but you're my husband. And then I feel like part of me as your wife feels like I should have a secret into the black belt and you should 
teach me a little bit more and not just submit me all the time. <laughs> Give me some words to go with it. I do. I do. Give me some advice as we're rolling. Like, <laughs> what am I doing wrong? And this is where he gets me all the time because he'll, he likes to tease me and he knows. He knows when I roll with him, I'm always trying to pass his guard. He loves to play um, spider guard on me. And I'm always trying to get past that darn foot of yours, that hook you always get me on. I got the drag, the leg drag, drag, but then I get caught on his other foot. And instead of like telling me what I'm doing wrong, he just laughs at me and submits me and sweeps me and takes me down. And that is so frustrating. And I think he does it though, because I am his wife because I watch him with other people and he will talk to them. He'll he'll talk it out with them. He'll tell them. And then I'm like, what is this? <laughs> it's uh but yes, it is. It's definitely it's, a different dynamic when yes, I roll with it you. Is, it but is. then like But it's fun too. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. I'll tell you what, next time you submit me, I'll go in the bathroom and cry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You just wait. One day, well, actually, one day I did pass his guard. When was that? I said I did that. I don't even know what it, I don't even know if it's an actual move. Wait, let me put this out there. This is for the record. If you pass my guard, it's probably because I let you pass my guard. <gasps> no, because I even surprised you and you even, he did tell me that was a really good move. Uh, He's like, you did good. But then I got so excited and I used all my energy for that one move. And then that he swept me in. <laughs> it was over, but. <laughs> That's debatable. I want to see the I had a, I had a slight sliver of. But okay, so like, uh, you know, training together, we train every day together. That's why, mm-hmm. and it is fun. It's fun for me. Uh, for me, yeah. you know, I think I wanted you there because it was something that both of us could do together. It was it was an active thing for us to do together, um, so that you know we could maintain weight or or get healthier, I should say, mm-hmm. right, and just live a healthier lifestyle. But also, it kind of gives me some. Uh, it makes me feel a lot better to know that you have and can maintain some skills of self-defense in the event I'm not there or whatever the situation yeah. may be, you know? So yeah. that's where I, my perspective is on couples that train together and it just makes me feel better. And also, and also for our girls, right? Our kids that train, it, yeah. it makes me feel a lot better. Our poor girls, like it's not an option for them. They have to train. <laughs> They want to do so many other things, but I mean, our youngest, she loves to train. Yeah. Our oldest, eh, she, she goes through phases. The oldest is the more talented, naturally talented. Yes. One, yes. Yeah. The youngest one works harder. Yeah. Though. Yeah. So what is it for you for couples that train together or, or in our situation? Do you like it? Do you not like it? No, I love it. And we have a lot of couples that do train with us and mm-hmm. I think it brings a sense of um, an extra sense of camaraderie with our team. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. More of a family feel. Too. Yeah. It's definitely more of a family atmosphere and you know, it, it's one other thing that you have to talk about outside your children or that's true. other activities uh, you do. On, on date nights. <laughs> we were place talking about the kids. Of <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's always I fun. Mean, <laughs> At least it's something I really like to talk about too. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I don't, I like to talk about it, but not 
that much, not as much as Myron does. But... Whoa, 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 but you were the one who wanted to get some mats here so that I could show you some things at home. And I'm like, I'm not well, trying to bring mats into the house. I asked him for privates. As his wife, I should get a private lesson. You can have private lessons at the academy, but I don't want you to bring the me, gym to yeah, the house. No, 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 no. I said at the academy. No, you, you said, said at the house. You still said no. I just said no at the house. I don't want to do any jiu at the house. Let this be known that I have yet to have a private lesson with this man. <laughs> All right. So I think secretly he's afraid. <laughs> yeah, that, that's that's true. The um the oh it reminds me of one last thing too. I I tell people, and this is this is because you're not a black belt in jiu-jitsu, but I tell people that, you know. I'm the black belt on the mat, but off the mat, yeah. you're the black belt, right? Yes. Which is true. So mm-hmm. that, that's what I always maintain. Um, <coughs> if you were a black belt, I, I definitely think it would be worse, though, because it would be bickering and fighting as much. Yeah. Or more, I should say. I think it's definitely different between people who come up together, though, in jujitsu. Like, we've seen that. Like, yeah. there's couples who have trained from the beginning yeah. up, and I think it's helped their marriages. Yeah, And yeah. Um, we've had some... You know, our thing is just even us. Like if well, it's we, a conflict resolution thing, yeah, right? If we, have, if we fight, have a fight, yeah, put on just your don't gi. don't bring it to the gym, or if you do, leave it on the mat. And you <laughs> and we've seen that. I just watched that last night, actually. <laughs> you watched what last With night? With one of our couples, she went hard on it. Oh yeah, <laughs> she took some aggression out. <laughs> <laughs> I want to make it clear though, too, that we're talking about couples who come into the gym. As a couple. Yes. And yes. And preferably are married too, because yeah. you know, the my fear is that and even in our other gym, you know, you had couples that um get together as a result of training of together. Training jiu-jitsu. Right. Yeah. And then when something goes bad, then they one person has to leave or they both leave, leave. the gym, yeah. right? Which is never a good thing. And it kind of ruins the the mutual friends among that couple yeah. right yeah and so that that's a tough thing so it is i just want to make it clear that but i am we were married before yeah. we started to train <laughs> yes so and well and i think too you you would see that in any situation like a lot of couples join things together yeah you yeah, know yeah. or I they or they meet because they both yeah it's not just jujitsu it's not just jujitsu right. that happens at right, 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 right. but i think jujitsu is a great place to um you know and and even when I, you know, like I, we were talking earlier, like when you're rolling with somebody else, like there's no sexual thoughts going through your head whatsoever. But sometimes when I roll with my husband, I'm like, ooh, put me in this mood. <laughs> and it's a little bit more fun. <laughs> you know, we, us girls joke about that. Like, that's a girl thing that we do. <laughs> like, I don't think we tell you guys about that at the academy, but sometimes we joke about that. Well, what we do should. to our, <laughs> what we do to our husbands. We're going to juju them tonight. <laughs> oh my God. Anyways. So we got to get more women in there. Um, and for sure. And introduce jujitsu to more women. I think it's for beneficial sure. for them. You would agree to, right? Yeah. And even from a couple's perspective, I think training together has been great for our relationship as well. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and if I ever get mad at you, I'll just say, put on your gi so I can submit you. Oh, please. <laughs> oh, please. He knows what really happens. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right. Anything else you want to get off your chest? We went about, I would say, 45 minutes now. It's been... I think your listeners have heard enough of us. <laughs> all right. All right. All right, gang. We'll see you on the next episode of In the Deep. Thank you, everyone, for listening to the latest episode of In the Deep. I'll be here every Tuesday. You can follow me on Instagram at Professor underscore Myron 808 or on Facebook, Myron Kamihara, or at our website, www.alohacjjfroundrock.com.